I'm Dr. Orion Taraban, and this is PsychHacks, Better Living Through Psychology. And the subject of today's short talk is navigating no-win conversations. Not very pleasant to have no-win conversations. Can't really win, by definition. So let's start off by talking about how to recognize when you've fallen into one of these conversational traps. Basically, you know that you're in a no-win conversation with someone because this person brings you a problem or complaint, and after offering a potential solution, the problem or complaint suddenly shifts to target the potential solution. And if you were then to offer a solution to the problem with the solution to the problem, guess what? The locus of the complaint shifts again, and around and around we go. If a person keeps moving the goalposts like this, then it's safe to assume that they're not engaging in the conversation in good faith. Rather, for whatever reason, they're committed to making things difficult. They don't want to have the problem solved. They want to make the situation uncomfortable for you. Make sense? So, how do you navigate this moment successfully? Well, first and foremost, I'm going to tell you what not to do. First, stop offering solutions. Why? Because the identified problem isn't really the problem. If it were, the conversation would have moved in a constructive direction provided your proposed solution was acceptable. So stop offering solutions. And second, don't get defensive. This is especially important when the problem ostensibly has to do with you or your behavior. It doesn't really, like I just said, in these cases, the problem isn't really the problem. And if that person succeeds in getting your ego involved, you're likely going to get defensive, which on some level validates that there is some truth to the complaint, so don't defend yourself either. So what do you do? So you do something called emotional reflection, which is a really useful therapeutic skill. First, for the time being, try to make your ego as invisible as possible and just be a warm, objective mirror to the expressed emotion. It's easy to say, but it takes some practice to get good at. So for example, let's say you're in a close relationship with someone who is feeling hurt for some reason, and this person comes to you with an accusation. You don't love me. It can be very difficult to hear an accusation like that. And most people, they'll get defensive and start offering a bunch of counterexamples that rationally disprove such an accusation. They'll start listing all the things they've done in the past to communicate their care and affection. And others might move right into problem solving right away, saying something like, well, if you didn't do X, then maybe you wouldn't feel this way. See what I mean? Rather than doing either, both of which are likely to make your situation worse than it already is, try simply reflecting the emotion. In this case, that would look something like, you feel like I don't love you, and stop there. Don't say anything more than that, and wait for them to continue. Then this person might say something like, yeah, you care more about your job than you do about me, another difficult thing to hear. And the emotional reflection to that statement could be something like, you think I care more about my work than you, stop. Again, don't say anything more and wait for them to continue. Often, you'll only have to deal with a few more statements like this before the conversation takes a turn for the better. Why? Because when people feel seen and heard, they tend to calm down. And once they return to a more rational frame of mind, you can begin to move in the direction of problem solving. However, it's just not possible to do when a person is too emotional. They perceive problem solving as invalidating which provokes an escalation in the expressed emotion. I mean, this is call center etiquette 101. 
first acknowledge the customer's frustration before moving into proposed solutions. The hard part is that in the moment, when you're on the receiving end of this energy, it can seem pointless to practice this technique. After all, you want to get out of the hot seat as quickly as possible, but I'm here to tell you that counterintuitively, this strategy will help you do just that. Try to take a shortcut and you may end up going the long way around. Remember that this uncomfortable moment won't last and use your communication techniques as skillfully as possible. So good luck with that, dear listeners. If you have a topic you'd like discussed in a future episode or would like to schedule a consultation, please reach out to psychhackspodcast at gmail.com. Talk to you soon.